G'day, I'm Frank. Howdy, I'm Lachlan. Oh, <laughs> this was good uh, pronunciation. You really projected your voice. Yeah, look, what can I say? I've been working on it. Just wake up every morning uh, feeling like, howdy, Lachlan. <laughs> howdy. Yeah, look, I love this enthusiasm. Uh, this is Denver Down Under, our fun podcast where we contrast our experiences growing up to become better friends. Yeah, and here here we are this week with a, a topic I know is very close to your heart, Frank. Oh my God, pets. I love just animals. Um, my Snapchat is literally just me cooing at whatever animal I can yeah, put can, my grubby mitts on. You always know it's a Frank Snapchat by the the opening line of "Hello, hello." Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, I'm not gonna lie. When I see a cute animal, I get a dog voice. Yeah, it's just it's just, just I, it is what it is, you know. I go up a few pitches and I just coo at it. I've seen a lot of uh, Cavaliers on Twitter recently, and like they've been like uh, I've seen a bunch of people sharing like photos of their Cavaliers and like Cavaliers in like uh, like King Charles, King Charles Cavalier spaniels in in various locations. And uh, tell you what, it's been delightful. It's been a good time. It's been a good time. I also do that voice to babies. But you can't pet babies. Well, you can you can pet babies, but like the mothers slash fathers, uh, like the the parents, I don't know, like will will maybe have a little bit of judgment on you about that. Yeah, look, just pet pet your pets, just not your dogs. Pet, pet your children. You yeah, know? pet your children. Uh, Give them a little scratch on the ear. You know, raise your dogs. I, I actually was play. I played fetch with Arthur the other day. <laughs> Arthur is um, our favorite tattoo emo dad's uh, youngest child. Yeah. Um, who is the most sullen baby I've ever seen? Yeah, sometimes he just like he's just a he's just a, a big emo baby. We we also played a, a game where I would like hold on the back, hold on to the the collar of his shirt. He would like like run, uh, he was run. R- like run as far as he could, and then like I would let go, and he'd like stumble forward a bit, and then he would <laughs> reverse back into place so that the game may be played again. <laughs> It was uh, it was it was very entertaining. Why are we doing a podcast and not a video series called yeah. Arthur and Lockie? Yeah, tale of two babies, yeah. two just big babies, two big babies. <laughs> anyway, so let's get started on pets. But first, I had a question. Yeah, it please. always gets us into the mood. Yeah, and this one takes a little bit of context, and it's about one of our favorite things, which is Magic: The Gathering, our nerdy card game. But one of the things they do is they have these creatures. And they're often legendary. They're important to the story or whatever. But they have amazing titles. Yeah. So you have Squee the Immortal, Grun the Lonely King, Shalai, Voice of Plenty, uh, Thrun the Last Troll. Yeah. And you're like Lothos the Tidemaker. And yeah. like, yeah, they, they all have these these uh, titles associated with them. Really fun, cool titles. Yeah. If you had a Magic the Gathering legendary creature title, what would it be? Ooh. That's that's a good one. Um, uh, I played this game before. Oh, uh, well, like it's not a good question. I know I have a, I have a better one now than I did then. I think uh, I could be uh, like Loke, Mischief Incarnate. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I do like what I did. You just not like two syllables? Yeah, like, I think so. Yeah, you just. Well, take, taking uh, like Brandon and um, and Sasha and Nick's like like nickname for me, Loke. Uh, and like, hey, I'm Loke, the edgier. Wait, wait. Hey, I'm Loke, the edgier. 
Loki. Yeah, yeah. This this is me when I like take up snowboarding and like and vaping. Yeah, look look cool ice. <laughs> yeah, cool like ice. I just become a sick bong lord and just like <laughs> all the smoking like just lowers my voice even further. It's just not penetrable by human ears. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. can't hear it. It's like yeah. gravel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, good. What about you? Frunk, all caps. No, no title. No title, just, just frunk. All caps, yeah. And I'd be a red creature, and I'd just—it'd be great. I think it, I think you could go with something like uh, uh, Frunk the fast, Frunk the greeter, <laughs> like <laughs> Frunk Frunk, uh, you know, Earthbreaker. <laughs> Earthbreaker, yeah. You're yeah. some you like bursting out of out of the earth, being like, "What's up? I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready." Yo, yeah. g'day! Just a big yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Okay, so we're talking about pets, yeah. eh? And uh, I guess it's my week to start. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about both my literal first pet, um, and then I want to talk about my first pet by myself as an adult. So when I was just a wee wee lad, since I was a baby, we had a dog called Max, and she was a black Scottish Terrier, and she was lovely, and she was short, and she just kind of did her own thing. And she got to be a grandiose old age of like 13 or something. And that's, parents, an, old, that's an old dog. Yeah. My parents had had her forever. Um, I remember she disappeared for months once. And we were really, really sad because we thought we lost her. But what had happened is she had gotten out from the, the back fence. And our neighbors had found her. And they had like named her Charlene or something. And they had manicured her. Because Max, for us, was like a wild dog. She just did her own thing and, like, she got haircuts and stuff. So you're saying your, your neighbors just stole your dogs for a few months? Kind of, yeah. What, how did they not notice? I don't know. It's wild. Well, and that's, that's, that's like, that's across, that's taken, taken matters into your own hands. We found uh, Max months later and she had a bandana and it was really well groomed. But, of course, got really, really excited to see us. But, uh, yeah, that was... Um, how, did you, how did you get her back? I think we just saw the neighbors walk in there one day and we're like, hey guys, hey, I think, I think that's ours. What, what, how did the conversation go down? Like, just like, hey, you stole our fucking dog for three months and you put a bandana on her. What, what the fuck? This is, this is ridiculous. I was a wee child, so I don't really remember the actual, uh, that's, that's insane. The actual details. You just have to pack your bags and move away. You take the dog with you. You're just like <laughs> for not, its own safety. Just like you're gonna, st- you you've demonstrated an ability and uh, uh, an awareness that like you you've participated in dog theft. You dog napped <laughs> a dog, and then you were just like, I guess like we're just gonna keep this dog that lives next door. Yeah, look, the balls on them to really be like, hey, I like this dog more than I think they like this dog. Yeah. Hey, this is my dog now. Yeah. Um, And Max was great. She was lovely. And I remember um, just being so happy to, like, constantly cuddle her. And she was really, really nice to everyone and everything except for geese. She hated geese with a passion. And so we lived really, really close to a lake. Um, a different lake than we, we live now because it was a different house, but it, lakes are kind of a ongoing theme in my life. If it was a book that there would be a lot of, uh, a lot of metaphor from each lake that I've lived next to. Not important. Small tangent. 
Anyway. You sure it wouldn't be uh, like a simile? Because you're, you're saying something is like something else? Oh. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> and that's been Denver Down Under. I think we're done. Hey, episode 16 was good, but like, it was the end. That pun just literally killed all of my people. Anyway, she hated geese because uh, geese were all around like Berkeley. And she would rush with her tiny little legs and she'd never catch them. But she she tried harder than anything else. Um, she was great. I loved Max. Um, her passing away was like the first thing that I kind of first sense of loss that I had, which was interesting. And I just I remember that day really clearly because she'd gotten sick and my parents told me and I was like six or seven and not really understanding that we didn't have our lovely little dog anymore. Um, but yeah. And let me tell you about my first dog. So, my jumper's inside out. Yeah, hey, I, I noticed that. Well, thanks for... Hey, good. I, 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 was, I was saving it for a nice little tidbit for afterwards. But like, <laughs> aren't you glad we don't have a video podcast? Yeah. Look, only I'm embarrassing myself. Yeah. And that's really important yeah. for me. All right, tell me about your first dog. Your, your first dog. So, I mean, I, I've lived on my own in Canberra for the last four years now and it's been great but you know i've always grown up with dogs i've always grown up with pets um they're really important to me and that companionship is something that i really really adore and so the first year i was on dorm so i just couldn't have any pets um and then the second year i was at a share house that didn't allow pets but the third year came and i was like hey i could get a dog now but the problem is, is I don't know where I want to be, and it's not responsible to that little, like, doggo to get it, love it, train it, and, and, like, give it lots of attention, and then leave for either months at a time when I go back to the States, or if I, you know, move away back to the States, or Japan, or wherever I'm thinking of going, that's just not fair to the poor doggo. So I haven't, I, I haven't pulled the trigger on getting a dog yet. But I ended up um, running into a situation where one of my friends had a dog and she she's from a rural area in Australia, um, which I don't actually know. I think it's in Victoria. Is all of Victoria rural? Uh, a lot of it's rural. Maybe like the Shepparton area, like um, the uh, like um, I think it's Jindabyne region. No, not Jindabyne. Um, Girling, Girling. Okay, good. No, I'm glad uh, I have you as my... In podcast referencing yeah. guide. Well, I was I was born in Victoria, so uh, I, I know a little bit of the topography and like ge- the geography it, in the is area. Is Port Macquarie in Victoria? No, 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 I wasn't born there. Okay, <laughs> I was like, I don't really, I don't know a lot of geography. Yeah, um, there's a lot of uh, caricatures and um, stereotypes that they they talk about Americans. I don't know if I fit all of them. I don't know if I fit many of them. I definitely fit the lack of geography skills. Yeah. So I, you almost shook my world. You almost. <laughs> almost just uprooted the canoe. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that. Okay. Anyway, um, so she lived in a rural area and she had a dog that was originally a farm dog that ended up not being good at like herding cattle and stuff. So, and being gun shy. And so it ended up being a pet. But when she wasn't there and her sister wasn't there, it was just her parents taking care of it. And while they would take care of it, they wouldn't give it a lot of love. 
And so I took in Stumpy, which was a girl blue healer. And Stumpy was adorable, but the closest thing to a goblin I've ever met. Yeah. Um, she had huge bat-like ears and bug eyes. She looked like a cow, but she sat in such a way that it always looked like she was crouching <laughs> instead of actually sitting. Yeah. And she was, she was so lovely. And she, she did the Harley thing where she wanted to be a part of you. Yeah. So if you sat down, she'd like get literally as close to your, the inside of your chest as she could. Yeah. Um, and she was wonderful, but she was not house trained, which was a fun surprise for me. Um, and she was not neutered and I didn't know how dog periods worked. Do you know how dog periods work? Please enlighten me and everyone. So dogs don't have like a monthly period. They go into heat like once or maybe twice a year. Yeah. And it's for weeks. And so I remember one day. About to go to bed. It's three in the morning. I'm literally just getting in bed. And I realized that on our hardwood floor, there's a drop of blood. And I'm like, that's not me. I'm not bleeding. So I look at some pain. She's bleeding from her bits. Yeah. And I panic. I'm like, what do I do? How do I deal with this? And I remember Lexi had said something about, you know, she wasn't, uh, she wasn't neutered, but she... Didn't really go into heat, so it shouldn't be a problem at all. Well, she was wrong, and I panicked, and I went to Kmart, 3 in the morning, and I bought some toddler diapers, and I tried to put them on Stumpy, and she just walked right through them. That's all she did. She just stepped over them. However, I remember during this, like, three-week-long period of just blood being just everywhere. Um, just It's like a constant dripping. It's not yeah. nice. It's not a good time for yeah. Frank. Yeah. Um, I put it on there, and she thought, hey, I'm in a diaper. Let's use it. <laughs> and <laughs> apparently, I had, like, left to go. But when I came back, no one was in the main room where everyone was before. And Stumpy was just sitting there. Because what she had done was she had started pooing into the diaper and flex just went off. Like a little sprinkler, like a poo sprinkler. Stumpy... <laughs> was a mobile poo sprinkler and it was it was a busy night of cleaning for that for me. Oh. Wow. But I, I adored her and then um ended up giving her back uh to to her parents and then Lexi's sister moved back and so uh she there the issue wasn't there anymore. I couldn't take care of her. So I've had other pets since then but uh she was my first pet and I I miss Stumpy a lot. Yeah. It's a beautiful story. <laughs> A beautiful mobile poo flinging story. Good. Yeah, yeah. That's how all the best stories are. Yeah, yeah. It just involves blood, faces, and an animal. <laughs> when you break it down like that, it sounds so much worse. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, so what's your pet story uh, that you so, want to bring to the table? Um, the first the first pet uh, I, remember, I remember having was uh, guinea pigs in the backyard. And, Wait, what? Yeah. They free roamed. How big were they? Uh, they free roamed, and also we had a uh, an enclosure for them. Um, we um, uh, I had Gwendolyn, uh, Leonardo, <laughs> and uh, Blackie Brownie. Okay, which wait. like like I was creative to up until a point, you know. Like <laughs> I like how you had these like 
just amazing names. They have several syllables. And, and then, then it's Lucky Brownie. Hey, yeah. I mean, I was like, I was a child. So, like, I can only, like, generate so many names before. Two names is literally done. your backs. Yeah, yeah. Also, on, on naming, before we got our first dog, I remember uh, talking about, like, on the way to it, what we would name it. And I wanted to name it Pikachu. <laughs> um, and, uh, my, my parents and especially my mother were vehemently against that because, uh, they were like, well, you'll get over this Pokemon thing eventually. Right. And like jokes on you, mom and dad. <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, the guinea pigs were, were fine pets, you know, they smelt bad and like <laughs> lived outside or whatever. And then they died and we, we, uh, like buried, uh, uh, Gwendolyn in like the, in like a little little garden area at the the front of our like the the laundry entrance to our house. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, we let, um, I think it was Blackie Brownie, um, like just live in the the backyard. <laughs> okay, wait. I'm gonna get into that to it in a second because letting just a guinea pig have free reign of your like a little explorer going through the jungles of. Was this Port Macquarie? Yeah. Well, no, we uh, we had like an enclosed it was enclosed backyard with a fence, but it was absolutely massive backyard. And also uh, up the back, we had like a an area where uh, there was like ferns and like uh, bushes growing. So it was kind of like a like it was like it was, I don't know maybe a meter or two meter deep, just like row of like scrub basically like, okay yeah so free range guinea pig we'll get into i want to like i want to pick your brain about that but yeah. i want to go into the nomenclature of blackie brownie yeah what colors was he uh black and brown okay okay i just i'm pretty sure i was really kind of hopeful that it was just like a pure white guinea pig <laughs> yeah. a pure white guinea, but blackie brownie that suits him that's yeah, yeah so i think there was another one but i can't remember its name how insulting is that? Oh my god, there's Leonardo, Gwendolyn, Blackie Brownie, and just fucking Larry. Like, who uh, we don't, uh, we don't uh, no, remember. I have no him. idea, I'm trying to, trying to keep up with it, because, like, I remember, um, uh, I'm pretty sure one of them we brought home and it died within, like, two days or something. It was just a, it was a sick pig. Was that one of the three that we talked about? I'm not, I'm not sure, mis- that, that might be a fourth one, because, like, um, I, I can remember that Gwendolyn was, like, black. Uh, Leonardo was uh, brown and white, and Blucky Brownie was like brown and black. And I'm pretty sure there was like another dark brown one, but I'm I'm, I'm not a hundred percent on like, <laughs> the mystery the pig. mystery pig. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, moving on from that, uh, we got uh, Ollie and Leah, which were uh, my first two dogs. Um, do they eat? How do they interact with the guinea pigs? No, the guinea pigs were gone by that point. I think. Okay, I forgot to ask this. So. Did Blackie Brownie just live in the scrub? Yeah, yeah, until it it died or whatever. Do you know when it died? No, no idea. So you, I think so. <laughs> you just let him go. Just let him, just let him free reign, you know. So how do you know he was? The, how do you know he wasn't immediately picked off by a my, my, bird? Of I don't prey? know. I, I I'm not sure how much like uh, impetus, like or how much like uh, uh, power I had in this decision that was made. <laughs> so wait, what happened to? Leonardo. Then. I presumably he died at some point. I have no idea. 
Like, uh, did you love these creatures? They, they were, they, I was, a, I was like a kid. Like, I didn't, I didn't really understand like the, the love. Concept. You didn't understand. Uh, I was a robot who hadn't learned, learned how to love. You know. <laughs> yeah. But Ollie, Ollie and Leah were were the first two animals that uh, we got that uh, I definitely like know that I cared about a lot. Um, mm, describe them. So uh, Ollie was a. Um, uh, genderqueer uh, King Charles Cavalier Spaniel of the ruby color and I say genderqueer because uh, although he was like assigned male at birth he had ovaries inside him so it was like an intersex animal how what how did yeah. you find out he had ovaries because like we went to take him to like get neutered and they were like well he's got one ovary just one? Just one over here. <laughs> Not even two. It's Not just, even two. Hey, look, he's, 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 uh, he's a half dog. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, an intersex animal. And um, uh, I don't know where that contributed to his personality. Um, Did he have a lot of it? Oh God, so much. He was, he was banana, he was batshit insane. Like he was just absolutely <laughs> bananas crazy. Like we had, we had these huge trees in our backyards, uh, in our backyard that had, um, uh, like the, the leaves would like hang down, uh, and it would be like maybe a meter and a half or so off the ground. And Ollie would, uh, run, like sprint up, leap into the air, uh, like, snap at the leaves with his jaw and like this is like a jump where like uh it's unfortunate we're in audio format because I'm, I'm gonna do a little gesture so frank here can understand like run up leap and then spin and then land on his back no on, on like like full oh, wow. rotation so he'd like, do kind of a pirouette yeah in yeah the it, was, it was it was bananas like he would Majestic. just like he would do this for hours and like this this um <laughs> Uh, Did you this, catch that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got the bit of it. <laughs> I, caught, I caught most of it. Um, I sneezed, and when I sneeze, it sounds like um, it's like the earth, earth opening up. Yeah, hey, yeah. earthbreaker. Um, yeah, he he was he was like uh, he would do this for so long, so his body was just pure muscle. Like this dog, <laughs> this dog was insanely fit, and like um, that helped him uh, when he got inevitably bitten by a brown snake. Uh, <laughs> he just ejected the poison by flexing. Well, unfortunately, because- unfortunately, he died. But um, oh. <laughs> uh, well. he hung on for a very long time because he was such like a fit animal. You set me up for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel guilty. Now. Conversely, Leah was like not interested in that aspect of life. She was just like uh, wanted to chill out and just like follow you around the house and like she was a lap dog by by a long stretch what kind of dog was she she's a cavalier king charles i've I've had Uh, four dogs uh in my life and they've all been king charles cavalier spaniels because like their temperament is just so lovely like they all they want to do is just like hang out with you and like they're always excited to see you and like they just want to spend time with you and like yeah they're just they're just gorgeous gorgeous dogs I'm I like, can't imagine what Ollie looks like because Cavaliers all look a little sad and betrayed. Like that's just <laughs> their facial structure. Yeah. But also, I can't imagine putting like just a ripped body, a ripped dog body. You well, know, like those pit bulls that yeah. like have muscle on muscle. 
um, that look like they they might steal your girl. Just the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, like Cavalier's Ke- uh, physiology is like very interesting because like um, uh, it's very dependent on like bloodlines and like um, breeding. Because I know I know I've met several Cavaliers Cavaliers that like they're they're very thin, skinny dogs, uh, almost like greyhounds with like uh, uh, a bigger shaggier coat kind of thing in a that, sad that kind of betrayed like, face yeah well like um like they're just like much warrior animals but then like harley is like kind of like a more of a medium built um and it's mostly been the the blenheims which are the the white and brown coat which is what mm. Leah was um that are uh are seen with that that kind of physique so it might be like a a specific bloodline in the in the uh blenheim uh, coat that makes uh, causes causes like the the kind of a warrior build i don't know the the inbreeding specifics of uh of cavaliers but yeah it's a shame that airbud never really got super popular oh yeah ollie would have just like smashed airbud in a 1v1 dunk he, he could have been like air afl yeah he could be yeah. air it was it was, it was absurd like i really wish like uh we we like filmed it because like it was it was just crazy to watch and he would like chase uh the shadows of like birds as they flew overhead and stuff and like um, are you sure he wasn't like just batshit insane and more just kind of dumb no i don't i don't I, <laughs> you think maybe. he was fiercely intelligent just raging at yeah everything? i think so yeah he's just like like had that uh uh you know, intelligent quality in his eye. He knew, he knew what he was doing, but like what he was doing was just like not, not really what, what, uh, any other dog ever would be not interested in doing. Comprehensible you know? by our yeah. mere mortal, yeah. mortal minds. Uh, yeah. Leah, uh, we had to put down, I think two years ago now. Mm. Um, cause she just got too old. She was just too old to, to exist kind of thing. You know, like she, um, she got to the point where like she was kind of too senile to do anything. She would like be walking and then just like her brain would like just kind of shut down. She'd just stop and just like, uh, and then go again. She was just like mm. a, just an old lady. And, um, yeah, she was having a lot of, uh, a lot of problems and stuff. Mikey was the, uh, the third dog and he was a ruby as well i was about to say where is mikey mikey's a new name um and uh we had him we got him as a companion for leah because uh once ollie died uh leah kind of couldn't really handle being on her Mm. own she's always been a very kind of anxious dog um and like wanting to be around people and uh i remember we came home one day and leah uh at some point in the day had got her head stuck underneath the gate oh and was like frothing at the mouth and like like stuck and couldn't get herself out kind of thing and that's the point where um my parents were like no we can't we can't like have one one dog. we need we need, another. we need a friend for leah and like she was uh ollie died only after uh several years or so so she was like pretty young by you know cavalier standards at that, at that point um they they usually uh between like 12 and 13 years old is there is there like life expectancy it's and, pretty um, good yeah unfortunately mikey had uh had health problems and um uh my uh, uh an ex-girlfriend of mine uh was was uh at the house and like found him very uh, very unwell Oh no. Um, yeah, it was a real, real, real sad little situation that, but then we, um, uh, got Harley as like a companion for Leah. 
Um, and uh, Ali's been doing pretty good yeah, on his own. Yeah, yeah, he's he's he is my mom now. My mom's retired, so um, the you know he has that company, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a charmer. He's a sweetheart, that's for sure. Yeah, he's one of the favorite dogs in my life right yeah. now. And you know, there's a lot of dogs there's in my life. A lot of dogs, yeah. So yeah, high high props, praise. Props to Holly. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, pets and especially kind of first pets, uh, they're so impactful in our yeah, life, right? For like, sure, like. They're, 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 you know, they're one of your first tastes of, uh, responsibility. And like, you know, there's the, there's a lot of like, uh, cultural implications with it. And like, you know, when, when people get their pets and they're, they're trying to convince their parents, it's like, no, I'll look after it. No, I'll look after it. And the kids never do. And it's, it's like the, the adult's responsibility. But then once you get in, you know, the kind of like, uh, once you get to your teenage years, you understand that like, oh, this thing is dependent on me. I should probably like look after it and like you do things with it and interact with it. And like, it's, it's always good to have a friend, you know? Yeah. So I think we're going to end it here today. Let me just, there's a lot of, I want to come back to this at a later point because yeah. I have so much. Yeah, but let so me just stories. list some of the pets that I've had and I'm not going to get into it, but yeah. I just want to list it. So I've had Lizzie the lizard. Yeah. I have had Harold the huntsman spider. Yeah. I've had uh, Roosevelt or Rosie the stick bug. Yeah. I have had... Uh, in my life, Kovu, the fat dog. Yeah. Um, there was Jake, the snake, basset hound. Oh, that was close. And I've had, other, oh, I had a goldfish, but we don't talk about that one. That's yeah. another story. Yeah. That's really. We're going to talk about the goldfish here. <laughs> okay. Well, so thank you guys so much for listening, but let's, uh, let's finish up with a mail and memory. And yeah. so what's a mail and memory, Lockie? Uh, it's where you guys, uh, email or tweeted us or however you want to get into contact with us. Uh, and you tell us something about your childhood, about something you, you experienced growing up and, uh, we can read it on the show and, and, uh, have a think about it, have a talk about it and, uh, see if we have anything to add to it. Yeah. And so this one we have, uh, from Kara, Kara. Uh, yeah. Look, it's four letters. There's no E. Where's this strong A coming from? Kara. Okay. Yeah, Kara. Yeah. Okay. She's gonna. <laughs> let's read her. Let's read her mail. A little bit of light bullying to get into things. Are you gonna read it? No, it's uh, your I'm, time. Oh, okay. It's my time to shine. Uh, let's get your. Hi, su- Frank. Wait, wait, wait. What? Put on a voice. Put on your Kara voice. Oh, put on my Kara voice. Oh, I don't know. Um. Hi, Frank and Lachlan. Oh, I don't know why she's a southern. <laughs> she's a southern belle. That's fine. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of super clear memories from my childhood, but something I do remember is an event which spawned a lasting aversion to bananas. What? I have always been an anxious person, so it's no surprise that I was very nervous for my kindergarten orientation. So nervous, in fact, I threw up the entire contents of my stomach, the banana I had for breakfast, all over my new school shoes. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> but the story had a happy ending because my mother, because the mother of the girl who would become my lifelong best friend, tapped my mom, who was oblivious to my current state, on the shoulder to tell her, "I think your daughter's flo- throwing up on herself." And the rest, as they say, is history. <laughs> I think I just died. <laughs> You're welcome, Kara. <laughs> Thank you, Kara. Please replace your current voice with that with that new, much better voice. At all times. At all oh times. my goodness. Oh boy. Look, that was very good. I'm so excited 
to hear some of your character voices in, when we get to episode 50 <laughs> and we do that rendition of your play. What is it called again? Oh, uh, Snafu's Revenge. Yes, a Neopets experience. Yeah. Anyway, can we relate to this? Can you relate to it? Uh, I definitely um, can relate to... Uh, 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 I don't really I don't really vom that much. I'm not much of a vomer. That's fair. I think the more, more of the point was that that's how they became best friends. And I mean, I've definitely had a... Just my small disasters have led to friendship. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, That's yeah, kind of how yeah. I roll. I can, I can, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um. So yeah, I definitely get that. I do not have a fear of bananas. Um. And kindergarten was something that I block out of my memory. Yeah, all right. Well, that's unfortunate for kindergarten. Uh, I remember, like, um, my uh, maybe like year one teacher had like a bucket of uh, like yowie toys or like like just like kinder surprise toys that uh she would dish out when you did a good thing and it was like a it was like a whole like starter symbol like if you got one of these like fucking like garbage toys like you were just like you knew that you had done a good thing and you were worthy of praise and it was like a like a like a you the these these tiny bitches were thirsty for it like it was crazy it was bananas Okay, well, thank you, Kara. Um, you do have to change your voice now, legally. Yeah, it's legally it's binding. It's legally binding contract, yeah. Um, we did get another small email from uh, Rex saying that, yo, I haven't been arrested, so I really can't relate to the previous episode. Better luck next time. Um, I don't really want to talk a lot about that, but, uh, well, I guess we, we failed you. You can't relate to getting arrested, so thanks. Well, uh, I think the obvious uh, solution here, Rex, is that uh, now you're legally obliged to get arrested. I'm sorry, I don't make the rules. Like, like this is this is just I'm just an enforcer of of you know the divine will. You know. Like, yeah. No, he's a judge uh, from Magic yeah, Gathering, yeah, yeah, so yeah. clearly he knows the law. Like, I mean, I, I know the law. It's legally no about that. Legally binding. Rex. Legally binding. Uh, so get arrested just, and. Yeah. Send us an email from prison. It can be You're for like it can be for like like fraud or like like tax fraud or like tax evasion. Like you don't have to kill anybody, but uh, it would be better if you did. Yeah, that's how you make the a more good story. the more serious the crime, the more likely I am to give you at least five dollars. And also, we can probably relate to it better. Yeah, definitely. I've killed before. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah. If you want to get in contact with us, you can hit us up at uh, down under cast at Twitter. Yeah. Um, and Instagram, but I'm working on that one. <laughs> uh, if you want to find Lockie, you can find him at, at Young Cardinals. And if you want to find Frank, you can find him at, at Franklin Idea. That's Franklin Idea with three A's. And we just want to say thank you for listening. And if you enjoy it, please, uh, you know, leave us a review or some stars, I guess. Yeah, feedback. And like most, most importantly of all, tell your friends. Tell, yes. tell your friends and family. Uh, let everybody know how good the show is, how much you enjoy it. And uh, we don't do any advertising for it, really. So uh, really the only way we have to, to uh, get more listeners is, is you guys telling everybody what a great show it is. Kara, you tell people in your Southern uh, Southern Bella accent, and Rex, you tell people in prison once you're, you're yeah, prisoned yeah. to listen. I'm not sure if you can really, I don't know how much, how often you can tune into a podcast in prison, I'm not sure. Maybe go for the tax evasion angle, because I'm pretty sure you get like a, a, white a, a prison. nicer prison. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, look, it's clearly got to be tax evasion. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, he lived in El Salvador for a while. Oh, that's true, actually, yeah. Okay, well, (laughs) thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.